What is up, everybody, and welcome to Mysteries with Mommies. I am your host, Angie Thompson, and with me is my absolutely beautiful co-host, Kristen Baki. Kristen, I always laugh at that. I do, because it's so sad how I look. I feel like you're trying to boost my self-esteem. I appreciate that, though. It's good. It's good. Weekends, weekends are not my friend with dressing up and stuff. Well, it's not supposed to be. No, it's it's not. Not not when you're living a teacher life. It's not. Well, at this point of the year, I look like trash even on the weekdays. No, you don't. I'm just trying you're to so, get through. Just trying to get so through. Full of it. it is. We're in survival mode. We've got we've got three weeks left. Do y'all have the same? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Three more Mondays. Three yeah. more Mondays. So, yeah, um, it's been a while, I think, since we've recorded um, it's been a few weeks. It, it wasn't happening the last time the other day. No, we did try. We were we were smart enough, though, to listen to the podcast gods when they, they said nope. <laughs> when they say nope, not today, we say, OK, yeah, and we move on. Yeah. So I don't know if I told you um since we didn't talk very long, but my poor son is in a cast. You did not tell me. I what happened? Well, mommy is, mommy's bought a lot of things for him since this happened. Um, oh, no. So he heard it originally at recess. Okay. A couple weeks ago. And I was treating it like a sprain. Like, okay, well, we'll ice it and you know, just go easy at baseball or whatever. And then he kept complaining about it hurting, but he also decided it was about halfway through the baseball season that he doesn't like baseball. He doesn't like playing it. Oh, so I thought, yeah. oh well, you're just trying to get out of practice and games. Yeah. So I was like, go suck it up, you know, <laughs> basically. Yep, that's, that's what I would have done. And, um, and in my defense, one of the moms on the team is a nurse, and I even had her look at it. <laughs> so, so trying to say she's not a very good nurse. <laughs> well, no, I'm saying that. <laughs> which here's the thing: he he heard it originally, and I don't think it was hurt as bad. But then in his game a couple weeks ago, he tripped on there was a random patch of grass in the first baseline. So after he hit the ball, he was running to first. And he hit that patch of grass and kind of stumbled. And I think he, that's when he really heard it. Oh. So um, it ended up being a hairline fracture right by his growth plate in his ankle. Oh. So they, uh, he was oh, not faking it. He wasn't faking. Um, but they put a cast on him just in case, you know, because kids move around a lot. So, mm -hmm. so he, yeah, he's in that thing for four weeks. Oh my goodness. Well, he, he got out of baseball though. That's good. Yeah. He wasn't sad about that. I bet not. Yeah. Poor baby though. I'm sorry that happened to him. That's sad. Especially when little people are in cast or injured. It just is, it's more sad. Well, and the thing was, it's not like he wasn't like screaming, crying, like he was in pain. It was more of an annoyance. It seemed like yeah. So I didn't know it hurt him that bad or if it just didn't hurt that bad. I don't know. But mm -hmm. uh, well, I would be with you. I would just try to ice it and I wouldn't think that it was, especially like if, 
if he's still walking around on or even running on it, I'd be like, well, it's probably just walking, a bru- it's bruised or, or sprained. Wasn't, you know, insanely swollen. So, uh, but I still have some mommy guilt on that one. I get it. So he's gotten a lot of good surprises then, huh? He has. And his brother is fortunate in that he benefits from his brother's <laughs> injury. Because you can't buy one. Buy for one. That's right. Oh, they're going to find some new ways to get hurt now. <laughs> they're going to take turns. <laughs> yeah. They're going to do something. Oh, that's um, funny. So, yeah. I saw that you went to a concert last night. I did. I went and saw my favorite, Ed Sheeran. I love I love him very much and his music. And it was great, except for we had some jerks that were behind us that were super loud and laughing and carrying on. Like they weren't even watching or listening to the concert. And security kept coming and talking to them. And they would get quiet for like a second. And then they would like start again. Definitely, they had too much alcohol, but they were still serving them. Um, so that was a little bit uh, frustrating. I, I feel that every time we go to some kind of public event, like a game or a concert, somehow we always sit next to the most annoying people on the planet and wind up getting into some kind of verbal fight. So Yeah, like, wasn't it, what was it, a baseball game or basketball game? Oh, Y'all basketball. had those. That it was a Mavericks, yeah, like a Mavericks game. And yeah. we had those idiots in front of us that I'll say yeah, there's two, but that were in front of us that were just disgusting as all get out. And um, ugh. it's like, you can't just take, like, you can't just go out and just relax. I feel now like we're always like having to look around and see who's going to be a, the next people that we fight with. Whenever we go out, it's not just enjoying yourself. Now, like we're looking for, Who's the fight going to be with? <laughs> you know, what shoes should I wear? Exactly, exactly. I wore I wore some wedges last night, and I was like, okay, if I can get these off pretty quickly and hit someone in the head with them, we'll be okay. So, <laughs> but you know, it's bad. My husband is so calm and peaceful, and like you know, patience of like no other. And whenever my husband looks at me and says he's about to cuss somebody out, and my husband doesn't cuss like that you know that it was bad. So it's not just me being crazy. My husband was mad. Oh, he's not like us and just drops the F-bomb. No, not at all. Not at all. I think that's why he loves me so much just because uh, I'm a little bit um, more outgoing and crazier than he is. So like he tries to like keep us calm, but if stuff goes down, like I'm the fighter in the relationship, that's going to fight for us. Um, so yeah, so last night whenever he was he was in that fight mode, I was like, okay, it is this bad. It's not just me being crazy. So, but love it, Sharon. Great concert, despite all that. Amazing new songs coming out. His album just got his new album just came out two two days ago. Yeah, so go check out Ed Sharon. <laughs> we'll plug for him. I love him. Ed. Okay. Ed. Yeah, hey, Ed. <laughs> And yeah, and Ed, if you're listening, because you said that like you love the United States, you could come on here and do a podcast with us. Hey, come on, Ed. He's just so cute too. I just think he's so cute too. So he has good personality. Maybe we should go to London and go visit him. I don't know. Maybe these are things that we could do. Yeah. 
if yeah. we had time or money? Mm, I would make time and I would find a way to get the money if I was going to get to go hang out with Ed. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's my fave. Yeah. You know, the last concert I went to was Shania Twain, I think, um, a couple oh years God. ago. And, and that How was a good show. Was that? Huh? How far back was that? Um, it was like 2018, I think. Oh, okay. I didn't realize she was still out and about doing stuff. Oh, she has a tour on now. What? I just can't afford to. Yeah, she's coming to Dallas. I think the Music Center, Toyota Music Center. Really? But, yeah, it's a good show. Okay. Yeah. But you know who, honestly, and I don't like country music. I just never grew up around it. Mm -hmm. Um, But Reba McIntyre puts on the best show. I love Reba. I want to go. I know that she already came here, but I want to go next time she comes. Well, she said she goes, she performs at Choctaw a lot. I saw her twice at Choctaw. Really? Yeah. Okay. I need to look into that. That's right by her big ranch she has up there. Wow. Yeah. So that's like. I'm going to go stalk Reba. Yeah. It's a good show. Despite her age, I don't know how old she is. She doesn't look her age. I do know that. but man, she does not rest. She just goes song after song. You know how some some of the younger artists will do like 500 costume changes? Yeah. And so they get like a break. Or yeah. She is on stage. I think the Non-stop. only costume change she has is right before her last song, which is Fancy. So she goes and gets the red dress. And gets, oh my goodness. Yeah, I need it to go see that. Non-stop, like hour and a half, two hours. Mm. Yeah. Reba's amazing. George is, George is coming in November here. So Matt, Matt and I may go see George too, just to check off like all the big names. Cause we saw Garth whenever he was here. I um, have, I want to see Kelly Clarkson. Um, well, she's had, she has a Vegas show. She's a, she's about to open. Hmm. Uh, so I'd like to see Kelly Clarkson, uh, Britney Spears. I want to see Britney. Like I heard her Vegas show was amazing. Is she doing Vegas again? I don't, I don't think so. Um, but I heard, I know people that went and they just said it was amazing. So. I just got this notification on my computer that it says it's going to restart in 15 minutes and I don't see anything to click on it to tell it not to restart. Okay. Well, we'll see. <laughs> we'll just see what happens we'll because what happens. that's weird. So I'm just letting you know, just, okay. just letting you know, if I go quiet in 15 minutes, it shut down on me. So stop the recording and. <laughs> or just keep talking to me and pretend like I'm ignoring you. I don't know. <laughs> sure, I'll just keep going and you come in. And you just me. keep going and I'll jump back in. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, now you got me coughing. Okay, so you ready to get started? I'm ready. Let's do this. We're on a time, apparently. Apparently, uh, we're already on a time. Sorry. Talk to y'all next time. Sorry. <laughs> right, have a great week. Um, so have this great- one. This case is actually, I didn't mean to do another local one. Uh, It was not anything I was looking at. Uh, I actually had a one that'll be our next episode. 
that comes from like old Hollywood. So, you know, I was like, okay, but then, uh, one of my friends that is on the PTA, she was helping out at my book fair and somehow we got started talking about it. And she's like, Oh yeah. One of the teachers at my elementary school up in Denton was murdered when I was there. (laughs) And so I was like, Oh, okay. So she gave me the name and I, I ended up looking into it and it is so bizarre. I don't know how there haven't been like document more documentaries. This is going to be good. I, I happen to like the ones that are, that are local. Well, I was trying to expand, you know, so other people would feel local, <laughs> but then I started looking at this one and I was like, okay, let's see. Let's see what this one, where this one goes. Takes a lot of twists and turns. Okay. So, um, Anyway, this one is about Virginia Vicki Farish Lozano. She was born April 11th, 1966 in Denton, Texas. She lived there all, she lived here all of her life. She graduated from Denton High. Then she went on to college at the University of North Texas, which is based here in Denton. So she had lived um, her whole life here. She ended up becoming a fifth grade teacher at McNair Elementary School, which is in in Denton as well. So um, her whole life was around this area. In, uh, oh, oh, okay, sorry. On July 5th, 1986, she married Robert Lozano, and he was known as Bobby. So, I'm pretty sure I call him Bobby throughout. But anyway, Robert, Bobby, same person. Bobby's fine. Um, Yep. Yep. And so they got married in 1986. Uh, He was a police officer for the city of Denton. And like I said, she was a teacher. They actually married when she was uh, 20 years old. So she was still young, but she went ahead and finished college, which it might have been one of the reasons she chose North Texas. I'm not sure. Um, So she had been 20 when they were married. One thing that she had always wanted, like one of the reasons she wanted to get married was to have children. However, Mr. Bobby did not want that. Uh, Did not want kids? Well, I'll tell you what, he didn't want her to have kids because he didn't want her to gain weight. What in the actual F? So, uh, so a lot of Vicky's coworkers, you know, had nothing but positive things to say about her, Yeah, but she did like, she would get glimpses into her personal life and her marriage. Like she, at one point, they were talking about something and she pulls out a picture of her as a teenager and she was on the heavier side as a teenager. So he made her carry that picture in her wallet so that she never forgot what she used to look like. What? And that is disgusting. It gets better. Um, So he would on a regular basis, weigh her, monitored her food, uh, tracked her body fat percentage, uh, dictated her workouts. 
and this not surprisingly caused her to have an eating disorder uh yeah he is controlling and um i'm not gonna say a bad word but i'm thinking the bad word in my head okay i'm sure we can all insert our own so she was Mm -hmm. a teacher you know again she just wanted to have kids and on August 15th, 2001, um, their son was born. So they did eventually have one son. I hope he was healthy because I could see that jerk starving her during her pregnancy. No, he was happy, healthy, line of her life. Okay. Um, all of that. So, yeah, there wasn't anything anything wrong with the baby. It was as far as I could find just a smooth delivery, normal delivery. So on July 6th, 2002, 911 gets a call from Bobby saying that he came home and his wife had been shot. <gasps> so again, he's a police officer. And you can Bobby is Bobby's a police officer. Yes, at this point, he had been um, working for Denton PD for 17 years. So he was actually a detective. He wasn't like a patrol officer. He was a detective. And so, so he calls and says, you know, my wife, my wife has been shot. And he's talking, he seemed calmer than what I would have been had I found my spouse shot um, yes. in their bed. Yes. But he actually said that um, she wasn't breathing and he said, I'm going to put the phone down because, you know, back in 2002, we still had landlines. Mm -hmm. So he said, I'm going to put the phone down and go try CPR. So he goes and then he comes back. She's not breathing. The medics arrived four minutes later. So it hadn't been that long. And Bobby opens the door holding their son. Because he was, was 2000, about a year, a little over a year. Yeah. But not out of breath, no blood on him. And so the paramedics are looking back. Like, that's weird. Because if you're giving someone CPR. CPR. And she had a gunshot wound in the chest. So that's a lot of blood. And you're putting your hands on her chest. So you would be covered. Yeah. And mouth to mouth and all that. Which, I mean, you might wipe. You're going to probably, if you're going to go check on your son, who was asleep in his own bedroom, like I could see, okay, fine. You grab a towel, wipe your, your hands or your face off or whatever, but you're not going to have time to change clothes in that four minutes. No. Or to be like, yeah, to be completely spotless of it. Like you've just cleaned your, no. Yeah. Like you took a shower. He didn't try to help her. He didn't try to help her. Uh, no. So, oh. By the time the paramedics got in there, they did not try to resuscitate her because um, she was too far gone. So it was just, they could tell by the amount of blood and all of that. So they did not try to resuscitate her. Uh, There was, I'm going to come back to, there is one weird part. Well, there's a lot of weird parts. Um, 
But he said, so his, so at first that night, obviously he's a local police officer. And so a bunch of cops showed up at their house and they're not really treating it like a crime scene because this is their buddy that they work mm-hmm. with. Of course. So they're trying to like calm him down. Uh, her mom actually lived in the same house when her father died. Um, her mom paid for or paid half or however much um, for them to build a half million dollar house, uh, which doesn't seem like a lot now because that's what all houses are. But um, back in 2002, it was a $500, $500,000 house. And the way they built it is that there are two master suites. So they have like their master bedroom on one side. And then on the other side of the house is the mom's master bedroom. Oh, wow. Okay. So mom lived with them at the time. And so nothing really happened. They treated the bedroom like a crime scene because that's what happened. But nothing else. Like they didn't search the rest of the house or anything. So the paramedics or the medical, well, the paramedics initially said that they believed she was, had been dead at least 60 to 90 minutes. But oh. originally he had said he had only been gone for 40, 30 to 45 minutes. Mm, so then you were in the house when it happened, if that's all you were gone. Yeah, she was laying on her back with her right leg hanging off the bed. They said she was cold to the touch, pale and waxy. There was lividity. So it's like if that had just happened, they got there in four minutes, she wouldn't have been like that. Right. So eventually, I believe it was the next day, they bring Bobby into questioning. And one of the uh, Texas Rangers that was questioning him, taking his statement, said that it was one of the weirdest statements he's ever taken. Hmm. So that's saying I feel that's saying a lot. As many criminals as they talk to, or just people giving statements in general. So I feel that saying something. If he's saying it's one of the weirdest ones, yeah, especially being a Texas Ranger. I mean, he sees mm-hmm. things all over the state. Hmm. So wait, before you tell us about the statement, uh-huh. did the mom was the mom home? The mom didn't hear anything. She didn't uh, hear anything. I guess I looked at the house online and looked at pictures. Uh, They don't live there anymore. But uh, I think it would. I don't remember if she was home or not. Um, But even then, I'm not sure she would have heard it. Okay. But the crime scene was. um, It had his service weapon on the bed with cleaning Mm -hmm. equipment. So his story was, well, I was going to clean my gun. Then I decided I wanted to go tanning. So I left it on the bed. What? She must have have tried to clean it for me and it accidentally went off. What? Why would she try to clean his gun? Well, apparently. Why would he he put a gun down to go tanning? (laughs) (laughs) I can't. Well, my, my thoughts were, first of all, why would you put a gun on the bed when you have a small child? 
right and then leave it there to taste and if and if you're gonna clean a gun wouldn't you take the bullets out oh you would think so i mean He's been in, in, in law enforcement for how long? Like, is gun safety not, like, at the top of their list with, like, the do's and don'ts of, like, a gun? Oh, um, my gosh. The tanning well, part. I can't. He said that, oh, she. I guess she regularly cleaned guns or cleaned his gun or something. So it hadn't have been her first time. So she knew what she was doing. Okay. Well, I'll... Mm, but... That's cool if she knew and that was something that, that she did for him because when you love your spouse, you, you do things to help them. But as a law enforcement person, like you don't just leave the gun with bullets, like you said, laying around where anybody, what about if anybody else randomly had come over to the house and like picked it up? And I mean, like you just, you wouldn't leave it laying around for an accident to happen so that's just stupid in itself. Yeah. So, um, which I'm going to pause there and I'm going to tell you in a little bit what, what the mom said. Her okay. Of it. Okay. Um, oh, that'll be good. Okay. <laughs> just wait. So he goes in two days later for this uh, statement with these two Texas Rangers. And he was described, he went into a lot of detail about the anniversary dinner that they went to the night before she was murdered. So I guess it was their anniversary. Um, so he said, well, we went to this nice restaurant for dinner and then we came went to celebrate our anniversary. And then we came home and we fell asleep after that. But he went into a lot of detail about it. They're like, why are you telling us this right now? Yeah. Well, what actually happened was that he left Vicky after dinner. They went home. And around midnight, he left the house to go see his girlfriend. Oh, no. What? He is starving this woman, called, making her carry around a picture of herself when she was a little heavier to remind her, which is very, very abusive. So that she doesn't go back to looking like that. Then he, oh my, I'm just like, what? And then he leaves a gun on the bed to go tanning. And then later on their anniversary, leaves her at home to go see his girlfriend. Oh my gosh. This guy is just, oh my Uh, gosh. I need to know where he's at right now. Maybe we can't skip that far ahead. No, I don't want to skip that far ahead. That this this guy is the biggest piece like ever. So the uh the friend said that are you still with me, Kristen? Nope, listeners, I guess she had to restart her computer. I'm not seeing any action coming from there. And hold on, I got a text from Kristen. Let's see what it is. Except my face ID is not registering. Oh, her computer is restarting. So we are going to go ahead and stop right now. And we will resume as soon as she comes back on. Because I really don't have 
much else to say right now. Not a whole lot going on in Angie's world. (laughs) (laughs) All right, folks. Kristen just came back. Um, You missed it. I didn't hit record fast enough. Oh, no, I'm glad they missed it because then we have to mark it explicit. And the things I'm saying are not very Jesus-like on a Sunday. No, they they definitely were not. She has some strong feelings about Bobby. Have very strong feelings towards Bobby and the idiot that he is. Okay, so he had what was the last thing he had? Many girlfriends, or he went to see his girlfriend. You told me, but he went to see his girlfriend, and then I heard about the friend saying that he was really into his looks and he liked to go tanning, and the friend would give him a hard time about going to tan. Yes. Because they both just happen to be Mexican American, and he's like, "Why do you want Okay, so that's where we left off. I tried to keep going, but it just got awkward <laughs> when there's no one. There. Yeah, it when was, you're talking uh, to yourself, gets awkward. Yeah, it was not. It wasn't good. I'll actually probably that'll be the first thing I ever cut from the show. So. No one needs to, to hear that. But anyway, so he had this girlfriend that he went to go see. However, on the force, he had a reputation of being like a ladies' man. And he had a lot of girlfriends throughout their marriage. Wow. What? So he, uh, and it was, I mean, he would go out with anybody from other officers like recruits, you know, like the rookie officers. Yeah. Would pick up people like if they were being arrested. He did not. <laughs> yeah, he would, you know, someone was brought in <laughs> and he liked them. He would proceed. That is disgusting. So. Wow. But the girlfriend who he had at the time when Vicky was murdered was actually another detective on the force. So not just a police officer, it was actually a detective. like Who probably knew his wife because I'm guessing they worked together and so she knew the wife and still did that. Cool. Yeah. Oh! So, and I guess when they got around to looking at like what happened and started questioning him more, um, they obviously did know about this other girlfriend because, you know, they were both on the force and I guess she didn't know anything. She knew Vicky was shot, but he lied about everything else, which I mean, you already know he's married. Do you really think he's going to tell the truth about his wife? being murdered right but um anyway and i saw a picture of him when i posted a picture i didn't think he was good looking at all like i didn't see what the big attraction was do we have him on our on our facebook webs on our facebook page i will put it on i need to see this i need to see this picture well do you have your phone with you i do have my phone with me i'm about to throw this laptop across the freaking room because it still will not re like it won't come back on from its you know 
really inconvenient reboot it did. And of course, my husband is outside. He picked this time to go outside and start um, edging the yard. So all I hear is edger because I'm having to use the other computer. It's like everything is going wrong at one time right now. Everything is going wrong. And this guy that we're talking about is really pissing me off. <laughs> give me give me his name on my phone. What is it? Robert what? Robert, Robert. I'm a dickhead. What is it? <laughs> Robert Lozano. It's L-O-N-Z-A-N-O. Uh. So I'm sure folks will all know when she finds that picture. Uh, <laughs> there it is. Uh-uh. No. He was lucky that he had a wife. That's what I'm going to say. He was lucky he had a... Wait. Yeah. Okay, I was making sure I was in the right one before I started really trash talking. But it is him. No, he is not in any form or fashion. Cute, attractive, anything. Oh, I wonder if he can go eat his eyebrows wax when he's in prison. <laughs> What's well, fun? Okay, whenever we get to the end of the story, if he's in prison, we're going to Google, can you wax your eyebrows in prison? And go tanning. And go tanning. That's right. Ooh. But I bet that he really enjoys that someone's regulating the meals that he's allowed to eat. <laughs> Piece of crap. <laughs> That's just disgusting. But you know what? Even if he was an attractive man, I would still not like him. But I guess, like, I'm trying to figure out how does he get so many girlfriends? Like, ugh. Ugh. I don't know. I don't know. Go ahead. Carry on. Sorry. Go ahead. No. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so, anyway. Back to the crime. So, it took the crime scene team about two hours to arrive. Okay. Does it always take that long? It shouldn't, no. Okay. I mean, you hear the 911 call and she's calling the paramedics and you say, hey, it's, and you hear her say, hey, it's at Bobby's house. Oh, so they purposely were, see, to me, if you, if it was a coworker or a fellow police, police, no, no, detective, whatever, like you would like get there quicker, right? Like some kind of favoritism? I don't know. Well, the, well, this was the crime scene people. Oh. And the only, like I said, the only place they blocked off and searched was the bedroom. Which is stupid because how did someone get into the bedroom through the rest of the house? <laughs> oh. <laughs> so let's go, let's go over the crime scene real quick before you're getting too angry. I have a headache from this now because I am so mad, especially after seeing his picture. I'm even more mad. <laughs> okay. okay. So, Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, okay. So she was found, like I said, lying on her back. There was a gunshot wound through her chest. And as they're kind of like, taking pictures and doing whatever crime scene people do. Um, they were moving items that were on the bed and they would pick them up and put them like at the foot of the bed instead of just taking a picture, picking it up and bagging it. Hmm. 
and that's first, not protocol. That's not protocol. And at, <laughs> and at first, they couldn't find the shell casing until after the body was moved. Okay, I'm sure that's significant somehow, but it, I do it not. Be. It will be. Okay, okay. I, say, I don't know how it is, but I know that doesn't sound right. Okay. Um, so the official from the coroner, cause of death was a gunshot wound. The manner of death was undetermined. They didn't find enough evidence to determine if it was like murder, accident, or suicide. So it was undetermined. I'm going to say it wasn't suicide. She had a beautiful new baby. But if I found out that, never mind, go ahead, continue, continue. Okay, yeah. No, um, and that's what her friend said as well. They're like, she yeah. had no reason. Um, she should have been shooting the, the dumb husband, what she should have been doing. Not that I, not that I promote that, but I'm just saying, I don't feel that if your husband was a scumbag like that, that you would take it out on yourself. I feel that you would take it out on the scumbag. So, um, she, um, the gunshot wound was at the center of her chest and the way the wound was, uh, he estimated that the weapon was three to six inches from the point of contact. And there was what he called a short exit wound on the left side. And that's like when the bullet exits and it hits something. And that suggests she was laying against the mattress. Which, who's going to clean a gun laying down on their back? Like, you're going to hold exactly. a gun. Exactly. Exactly. Um, there was a gun residue on the sleeves of her shirt that were consistent with the closeness of hands to a gun. And they did do hand swabs. I guess to see if there was any gunpowder like actually on her hands, mm -hmm. but uh, it was contaminated, so the test was void. Oh, how convenient! Did they do the gunpowder test on him? No one talked to him about like what happened until two days later when the Texas Rangers were talking about it. That's not protocol. That's not protocol. It's not, no. And it's always the significant other, right? Always, 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 99.9%, yes. Okay, so the mom that lived with them, they're talking to her and she said, oh, it must have been an accident. And then she asked, or she said that she thought maybe the two little dogs that they had jumped up on the bed scared Vicky, Vicky and that caused her to shoot herself while cleaning the gun. What? So mom was... That is as freaking crazy as him leaving a gun on the bed so he can go tanning. No. Well, Absolutely. so... That's the weird thing, and that's what these Texas Rangers kept saying. Like, mom was like dead set on it being an accident that's because she can't handle the truth which was the alternative is that it was done on purpose by someone that her daughter was supposed to be loved by well um here's another thing so um it also showed that um 
from this, he received uh, $500,000 out of a million-dollar life insurance policy. Oh, no. Um, he didn't get the full amount because the insurance company was like, uh, no, this is weird. We're not paying. All it is people. weird. Uh, so another thing was that the detectives who were some of the detectives or police officers who were there said that he acted really weird when the body was taken away. Like, first of all, he didn't seem upset when they got there. Mm-hmm, that's a telltale sign. And then also they said when he when she was being wheeled away uh, by the paramedics, he bent down and his uh, last words to her were, take care. What? Yeah, I guess he asked to see her like while she was on the uh, gurney. And he tells her, take care? He bends down and whispers, take care. Not, I love you, I miss you, I can't live without you, how am I going to do, like, take care. Okay. Take care. Ooh, that was a really in-depth, heartfelt last words to your wife. That's cool. So, um, his version of events, once they got everything together, was that um, the day of, uh, they both woke up at six o'clock, took their son to the park, went to Target, and then later that evening, he was playing a video game for about an hour, and then he decided he was going to clean his gun. And then he got everything out and decided to go tanning, and that was around 8.15. Got everything out. 8.15 in the morning? No, at night. Oh, at night. I was like, wait... What tanning beds are open that late? No, there's some that are open to like 10. Don't you defend him? Well, I'm not. I'm just saying. Okay. We hmm. only provide the truth here. So I was just providing the truth. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm going to let you slide and say that's what that's happening. Okay. Um, so he was actually indicted on December 12th, 2002. But the case was dismissed on July 14, 2004, because of a lack of evidence. Oh, oh, oh. So he's saying it was an accident. The mom is saying it was an accident. The evidence says it wasn't an accident, probably. But they can't prove it wasn't. That's cool. So, um, fast forward to on uh, September 8th, 2008, an article comes out from the Dent Record Chronicle and reporter Donna, Donna Fielder uh, basically wrote this article about the case and said he got away with murder. Uh, Yeah. So, and she actually went on to write a book called Lady Killer, True Story of a Texas Cop and Wife Killer. Ooh, I like I that title. Have, yeah, I didn't have a chance to read it, but I think I will. Um, but well, she, she's mm-hmm. 
the one that got this new investigation going. Oh, we love her. We love her. Thank you. Thank you. Because there was a huge injustice that was done in this case. Yeah. So there's a new district attorney, attorney by this time. And he reassigned the case to um, Carrie and Susan uh, Peel, it's P-I-E-L, I'm so sorry, and investigator Jack Grassman. Mm -hmm. So they're fresh eyes on the case all around. None of them had anything to do with it the first time. So now we have fresh eyes. We have these ideas that Donna, you know, was questioning. She's like, well, what about this, this, and this? So here we go to try to get him again for the murder of his wife. Mm -hmm. Well, at the time, Anna, the mom, was still living with Bobby in the same house. That she built. She paid to build that house. Yes. So yes. really that's her house, right? Well, he was. she was still living with Bobby in the same house and his new wife. What? What did he get married again? Forget that. It gets better. <laughs> um, so Thank the case. Um, oh my gosh. That woman had to be desperate for a husband. You don't go marry someone who potentially killed their first wife. Who? The, his new wife? Yes. Well, maybe she didn't know. She was from out of town. This was four years ago. Um, I'm sure it, you don't Google people now. Like people don't like Google and like do like, you know, internet stalking and stuff and like put the their potential, you know, boyfriend's name in and see what pops up, like criminal background checks, like all that kind of stuff. Like I know I, I would. I do. Yeah, exactly. I, That's what a smart person does. Can I tell you a personal story real of quick? of course so yeah i'm paranoid so like if i'm gonna go out with someone i'm gonna get their first and last name and i'm gonna do a background check so anyone who i may possibly meet in the future and we might date just know i'm gonna do a background check on you just know you have so, been warned i did this and <laughs> so at first i'm like i can't find find the last name and and it was really weird and this one took me a while i think this is when i realized i should be a true true crime investigator because the skills that this took <laughs> so it was really weird weird and i was like okay because it was one of those like she had the last name one last name on her profile but then when we went to dinner the first time she had a, she used a different last name for the reservations. And I thought, well, that's kind of weird. That's very weird. And she had been married before. So I'm like, well, maybe one of them's, you know, the married name, maybe she oh, had yeah. Facebook yeah. before, you know. So, so I finally do the background check on both last names. <laughs> and one of the things that you can see, uh, if you've never done one, are arrest records. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Long list. <laughs> what? Long, long list. Girl. Now, it was all pretty much for... It was a lot of DUIs. Um, so so she, she makes poor decisions. Yeah. We don't, so we don't play with people that make them, them poor decisions like that. So, um, I drove... <laughs> that was smart. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, that was quite the surprise. It should have been a warning. But I did, and I did in some, in sympathy with his new wife. <laughs> when someone tells you, oh no, that was in the past and it's been a couple years. You're like, okay. Now that was also drinking and driving, not murder. So I just uh, feel that's an opening for anything else to happen though. Yes. I mean, that's risk-taking behavior. And there is a lot of different things that are connected with risk-taking behavior. So I don't know. Yeah. So, but lesson I feel you dodged a bullet. Yes. Yes. So my lesson from that experience was that if anyone has anything more than a traffic ticket, just go ahead and block that number. Mm. <laughs> That's right. That's right. You know, but um, anyway, so, uh, but I don't think back in 2008, I don't think people did all that. No, I mean, that wasn't as readily available as it is now. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't talked to a woman. I don't know. But anyway, so she actually divorces him pretty quick. They weren't married for very long. Oh, so she is smart. Okay. Okay. She was um, dumb, but she got smart. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, he, so he had this wife while he was also seeing, he still had his girlfriend that was the police officer. What? Uh -huh. What is wrong with these women? Are there not other men to date in this area? <laughs> it's not a whole lot. Jeez. Um, this is sad. And he actually um, proposed to her. Her name was Cindy. He actually proposed to her in 2004. And she said no? She She did say no. Um, they both had quit. <laughs> well, they had both quit the Denton PD like three weeks after uh, Vicky was murdered. Whoa, that's a flag. You what? What did he quit to go do? I don't know. Hmm. I didn't look that far into it. Um. Okay. But they never got married she was like she realized he was still he was cheating on her with all these other women that he was meeting like at the jail and stuff so she was like no I'm done and broke it off so mm -hmm. she's out of the picture now um, so anyway so we have this new team that is looking at all the new all the evidence with new eyes and so they're looking at this. The casing wasn't found until the body was moved, like I said before. It was actually found within the folds of the blanket that she was laying on. The folds? Like, a, you know, I mean, it wasn't like a, I guess the blanket like it, was punched up. Like someone covered it up with the blanket? It just said, the like, I think, well, I mean, it doesn't make sense for the, the casing to be there, but maybe i mean it could have but see here's the thing they didn't find it till the body had been moved but they had already moved the cleaning kit and everything else around it so they thought at the time it just like 
rolled under the blanket or something. Mm, that's not protocol. It is not. Not protocol. So, um, the police go to Anna, the mom, and she is very adamant she does not want the case reopened. Why? That's your child that did not get justice. So she said, no, it was an accident. That's how it should be on record. I don't want you to reopen it. I'm not going to help you. So she didn't have, she didn't help them at all. In the second, like she didn't testify or anything. This is terrible. Like horrible. I like as a mom, like I, I would not just excuse something. That's horrible. Well, I know that my oh. own mother, my own mother, if someone had shot me, she would have taken them out before the police ever got there. Um, yeah. And she, my mom, my mom is sure would not be saying, don't reopen it. It was an accident. And then still living with homeboy and his new girl, <laughs> like in a house that I built with my dead husband's money. That's crazy. Well, like that, that way. be a made for TV movie with a whole lot of like court assigned psychological visits and a like a psychiatric ward needs to be conducted, like built in this home to like work with these people. That's some really messed up stuff going on there. Well, yeah, it does. It seems like one of those after school movies that were on in the 90s, like the early 90s. Like Friday afternoons. It yeah. sounds like one of those. Uh, or a Lifetime movie. Maybe Lifetime. Oh, Lifetime. I was thinking of a Lifetime movie. But I bet if we got some good actors, we could upgrade it to at least like an Apple TV movie. Oh, Maybe yeah. some Netflix. Maybe a Netflix movie. Netflix. Uh, Amazon Prime. Prime. Yeah. TV. It just depends on your cast. Yep. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll work on that. Okay. <laughs> in, our, in our free time. Um, summer's almost here so with all of this craziness and all these people the detectives again look at the crime scene they go back to the talk to the original detective he did a sketch i guess of the crime scene and he realized that the way he had drawn where the uh cleaning kit was he put it where they had moved it, not the original position of it. Not protocol. Go well, ahead. He actually, he actually um, owned up to his mistake in court. Oh, that's a first. Because I guess this detective, he really was trying to catch the guy. Okay. Well, we like him then. Yeah. Thank, okay. you, for being, thank you for being honest. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so they're reanalyzing. And there was a couple of new pieces of information that they could get from just newer technology and stuff. The first one was they had the a computer analyst look at the computer he was supposedly playing a, a video game on mm -hmm. that night. He Ooh, said, that's I didn't know you could do that. That's smart. Yeah, and the game just FYI was uh, mahjong. Is that how you say it? Yeah, that's like yeah. one crazy rich Asians, what they play, right? Yeah, with the time. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, okay. So he said, yes, the game was on, but it was not being played. Oh. 
What? Liar, liar, pants on fire. So, <laughs> so, um, he said this was between 7 and 8 p.m. And that's when they think that the murder happened, which would be consistent yeah. with the timeline of the paramedics. Mm-hmm. So that is one piece of evidence that they now have. Um, they also look at um, what, what the coroner did. And the coroner found um, some popcorn. That like little tiny specks of popcorn, uh, like in her sleeves or her shirt. In her um, sleeves. Well, like, like she was eating popcorn and someone had attacked her. Where was the bowl of popcorn at then? Well, there was also a little tiny like seed or piece in her teeth. So that's what the detectives asked. They're like, "Well, where was this bowl of popcorn?" So they go through all the crime scene photos and all that. No bowl of popcorn. Nowhere in the house that they could remember because they only looked at the bedroom. Not protocol. There could have been a bowl of popcorn sitting on the kitchen counter for all we know. Which then would end, well, no, because there would be blood splatter. So you wouldn't have got shot downstairs and moved upstairs. Yeah. So they think um, with the way her body was positioned, that it was consistent with watching TV and eating popcorn. Like the way she was laying would be like she was in bed watching TV, eating popcorn. Yes. Hmm. So also, you're not going to be cleaning the gun while you're watching TV and eating the popcorn and laying down. No. So another thing was that um, when they looked at pictures of the gun, there was gun oil all over it. Like someone had actually dumped the gun oil on the gun, but there was no gun oil on her hands. It was like it had been staged. To look like it was being cleaned? Yeah. Okay. I don't know what gun oil is used for. Is that like to like make it just like shining on the outside it's to no i think it's like to prevent rust so everything moves okay uh, so that would be a common thing that you would use when cleaning a gun yes but not just poured all over but not you just you would pour. like use like put it on like a cloth okay and then oil the gun. okay okay that makes it's sense. not like the not like the tin man where they just put you know oil everywhere yeah they just like like were like squirting it all over him Okay. Yeah. So, um, so she had no oil on her, which you think if you're cleaning a gun, you're going to get some on you. Absolutely. Just like if you're giving someone CPR and they're bleeding, you're going to get blood on you. Common sense things. To be a detective, he didn't really so much think all of these things through to make or it he, look good. Or he figured my buddies will cover for me. Or he figured, or he figured, hey, they're not gonna look at any other areas of the house, or they're not gonna check me for stuff. So what does it matter? Yeah. So um, he also they went back through his um, statement, and they also realized he lied about Vicky's position. He said when he found her, she was like sitting up, slumped over forward. 
but I guess with the way the lividity of her body, that could not, it wouldn't have started if she was sitting up. Mm-hmm. I don't know how that works because I failed anatomy, but they basically said it was impossible. Interesting. So he lied about that. And um, so they they felt at this point that they could they have enough evidence with the popcorn. Oh, I didn't tell you the most important part, the gun casing. So it was found in the folds of the blanket, but and this is where his drawing kind of messed up. Uh-huh. The cleaning kit was originally on top of the bullet casing. The cleaning so, was on top of the bullet casing. Yeah, so if you shoot, the casing flies out. It would be, the bullet would be on top of the casing, not the other way around. So now it looks like she was shot. The casing was on the bed. He didn't see the casing or didn't think about picking it up and just put the cleaning kit on top to stage the scene. Oh, sorry. I got confused in my mind whenever we were talking about cleaning kits. For some reason, I was thinking of like a crime scene kit and I was like confused as to why that couldn't be on top of it. But now that my brain is working again, the cleaning kit for the gun. She wouldn't be cleaning a gun and the casing go under the stuff she was using. It would have to be on top of it. Okay. I'm with you now. Okay. Got it. Yeah, that's another red flag. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, like, excuse me. Uh, I think I mentioned before, if I didn't, there was gunpowder on the right cheek and neck. Like she was turning away from the gun, which she had the, the residue, you know, they estimated three to six inches for, of contact from the gun. So they thought he's, she's watching TV, eating popcorn. He comes in, points the gun at her. She puts her hands up and turns away. Yeah. And, and he shoots her. Oh my so gosh. That, that explains the gun residue on her sleeves but not her hands. Well, so she never yeah. touched the gun. Yeah. Oh, so, um, with this new evidence, they reindicted him in October of 2008. Good. Before mom would not cooperate. Of course not. not. So, um, they also argued that I guess with analyzing the 911 video or uh, recording that he stood in one place this is what the prosecution is arguing he actually stood in one place while on the phone with 911 and not checking on her so he said okay let me put the phone down so I go give her CPR well you hear the phone click you know on the table mm-hmm. like, you don't hear footsteps oh like he's yeah like if i'm like i'm gonna go give her cpr 
put the phone down, I'm running back to that person. Yeah. Yeah. You would hear something. Mm-hmm. But it's like he put the phone down, counted to, you know, 60 and then said, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, so he shows up in court prosecution, um, gives their case of all this new evidence uh, with the, the one detective, like I said, he explaining how his, how he, I guess, misrepresented the crime scene in his drawing. So he like redid all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, so then it's the defense's turn. Okay. Well, one of their witnesses was Miss Anna Vicky Small. Okay. Testifying for the defense. And so she testified that she's like, she said Vicky was overweight, a lonely kid with friendship issues. And then she commented on Bobby's physique. So she's like, you know, she was fat. She was lonely. She couldn't make friends. And now she has this like man of a man. Uh, I don't know what man she's talking about because not the one that was in that picture I saw. (laughs) And so the defense then brings in uh, the bloody sheets. And they brought those in, uh, you know, stretched them out to show that there were dog hairs on it. So that would be consistent with uh, Anna's idea of the dogs jumped up on the bed, scared her, and she, you know, shot the gun on accident. Uh, no, that is not what that means. Those dog hairs could have been there from any, any time. You don't, I mean, those dogs could have been up on the bed any time that morning and left hair there. That doesn't mean that it happened right before she was shot. No. No. Oh, that's, yeah. That's I mean, a stretch. That's a stretch. You would find, you're going to find dog hair and cat hair everywhere in my house. That's what I'm saying. So technically, no matter how I die, if I die in this house, somehow you could say it was an accident because of my dogs. Yeah. No, absolutely not. This is ridiculous. Yeah. So, um, and they said that like witnesses just that were sitting in court said that he showed no emotion. Even no. when they brought up Vicky's um, crime scene pictures and morgue pictures. Which, he, didn't, he didn't care. No. Like, if you're telling everybody it was an accident and that you're innocent for all these years, and they bring those back up, like, you figure, okay, well, it's been seven years. You kind of move on with your life. And then they bring the bloody sheets in the pictures you're gonna like relive it yeah and you're gonna be visibly upset yes or you, you should be you should be visibly upset if it bothers you that your spouse mother of your child is dead you should be yeah so um so both sides finish up their cases the jury took five hours to deliberate they found him guilty good and- <laughs> pop the champagne exactly 
so he was uh, sentenced to 45 years. Which, to me, that's not long enough. But I guess at this point in time, he'll... Yeah, I, I mean, at this point in time, he'll be so old. He'll be like 80-something, I think. So, let's see. Can you get your eyebrows waxed in prison? I'm going to Google this real fast. Okay. I'm sure you could. Um, what? Um, but I do want to, I do want to share one thing, um, or a couple of things. So at the trial, none of Vicky's family showed up. Her mom came in to testify for, um, her former son-in-law, but none of her family showed up, which to me is like, ridiculous. and, um, her son who she loved so much. I mean, he was her life ended up being raised by um, up until then be raised by the his new wife. So he never really knew his mom and now he was being raised by this new lady. And that's who he's with still? Um, I didn't look to see where he was still. No, because they had gotten a divorce. Um, they didn't have a lot of information about the son because he's so young. Yeah. Uh, but it's not like, like if I were married to someone, they passed away. We had a young child. Even if I remarried, I would make sure that that kid knew His their mother. mother. Yeah. I agree like, with you. That's crazy. So. Ooh, um, girl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, hold on. Everything, everything okay? Are you still there? Yes, I am. Matt came in and was washing his hands, and I was explaining to him that it was very loud because I was recording in here with you now. <laughs> so I had muted it to tell him that, but now that I've unmuted it, I'll just share what I was saying. Okay, because I thought maybe I lost you again. No, this computer did not shut itself down. Okay. Yet. Yeah. Yeah. Well, tell him <laughs> that he now caused a few seconds of silence for our listeners. Because, again, we all know we don't edit. So, sorry, listeners. It was Matt's fault. Sweet husband. <laughs> Yeah, he's. Uh, did you hear him? He said some things aren't really a mystery for mommies. No, <laughs> they're the husband. We all know that's the husband. It's always just like we said, murders are go- now, babe. What's up? Do you think we're getting ice in the glass? <laughs> there is just no sense of like privacy or like I don't know. I'm doing something important. It's fine. It's fine. In life. A day, I know. I need a GoPro to follow me around. <laughs> oh my gosh. Anyway. So, anyway, that man is in jail. Good. And I did look up and see 
it says that you cannot be given wax or tweezers in jail, but it said that you can pay people in prison to do the, um, oh God, not the waxing. I just lost it. What's it called? Where they take the string and they go through and do your oh, eyebrow. Uh, I can't think of it right now. Oh my gosh. I clicked off of it on my, on my phone. So now I have to go back and find it. Cause it's going to drive me crazy if I can't think of what that's called. Anyways, it says you could do that. So basically threading, threading, that's what it was. It says you could pay someone in prison to thread your eyebrows, but wax is a no, no, no. Oh, what was the other thing? Tanning. Ha 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 ha. He could tan outside during his free outdoor time. His one hour of yard time. His one hour of yard time. If he's not going to get shanked. Yeah. Cause he's a cop. That's what I was thinking. He's a cop in prison. And he's a cop who want, who was wanted to be a pretty boy, right? Like, he thought of himself as yeah. a pretty boy. So, I'm just thinking, like, if you, you know, thought of yourself that way and then you go into the prison system and you're a cop, I don't really feel from the things I've seen and heard of that happen in prison that that's really a good fit for him. How sad. I'll shed a yeah. tear. I'll shed a tear later. Well, I was just wondering, I thought maybe he could, because I don't know if you've ever watched Orange is the New Black. Yes, I watched I several seasons. Yep. They, they had that little salon there. They did have a little salon there. But Ooh. that was federal prison, though. Well, where's he at? Oh. State? Like a, a, a state prison, yeah. Okay. They're probably not as fancy as what we're saying. If you want to be fancy, you go to to the federal prison yeah like martha stewart went to federal prison oh that's okay and then she got like her own room and was pampered and all that kind of stuff okay so moral of the story is we got to do a crime big enough for fed not for state if we decide to go that route in life so more like money embezzlement or tax evasion as opposed to murder okay okay i feel we should be writing this stuff down in case we decide to embark upon that I don't think I want to. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. I'm just so disgusted by this idiot of a man. So disgusted. Oh, and also, oh, I forgot. I didn't get a chance to watch it. Um, But they did. I don't know if you've ever seen Accident, Suicide, or Murder on Oxygen. I haven't, but it pulled it up on my phone yeah. on I Googled his name. Yeah. So there is a made for TV movie already. We're too yes. late. That's what it says. Well, that's just like a little section. It's like a 30 minute show. and They do like two incidences. And so then you like, by the end, it's like, was it accident? Murder or suicide? You decide. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but I did find it is also an episode on Deadly Affairs, the show Deadly Affairs uh, for I on the ID network called Tall, Dark, and Dangerous. Tall, 
dark, okay, tall, dark. I was making sure I didn't say like tall, dark, handsome, and dangerous because this man would not make the cut for that one. I had to think about that for a minute. Um, I was trying to get me to buy it on Amazon, but I think somewhere with my subscription. I don't know. But anyway, so there's two shows you can watch. Okay. If you want some more information about it, I don't recommend that for you because I feel like you would be like have a brain aneurysm or something. <laughs> and there's a strong possibility. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. but yeah, that's the uh, um, that's the case for today. It's crazy. That's one of the crazy. It is, but it just like even crazier comes back to you. this poor woman was a teacher and a mother, and I just like I'm just trying to think of like motive like was motive the money was motive the girlfriends like what was the motive oh his or all of his exes like they hunted down some of his many ex-girlfriends because he said it it was to get her family's money well he already had it because he already had the mom living with them and building him a half million dollar house well he i guess they said that he just like married her for the money, like the future money. And then she had this life insurance policy and he only got half because the insurance company was, well, at first the insurance company wasn't going to pay at all. Cause they're like, this is weird. Mm-hmm. Um, weird. But then they, then he took them to court and they settled on half. Now what happened since he's now been convicted of the murder does that mean that he has to pay back that life insurance money he got? I have no idea. I don't know how that works. Ooh, I hope so. I hope so too. Or give it to the kid. If there's any left, he probably used it all on his tanning subscriptions. <laughs> and eyebrow waxing. And eyebrow waxing. Hmm. Weird. That That's weird. Oh. Um. Yeah, I'm looking up this article that I read before. It was an interview with a reporter who, like, cracked the case. Mm-hmm. Who we're very appreciative for. Uh, yes. And so it says, it asked, I think it was one of her friends, that, oh yeah, she had just graduated high school. He was older, and he was working at his family's gas station um and it says everybody knew of bobby but nobody knew him real well and he didn't hang out with anyone except for vicky constantly he would show up at work like all the time like at her school what supposedly bring lunch but like you don't bring lunch every day no, and you know what? There was someone at one of the schools I worked at that the husband did come every single day, every single day, and had like they like she had to go sit in the parking lot and eat lunch with him every single day. That is controlling, and I also feel later it was found or it was rumored, rumored 
that he had had um, an affair. And so I think that was his way of trying to control her because of his own guilt and what he was actually doing or her, like, you know, like people that cheat become like real, like over jealous of everything because like they know they're doing wrong and they assume the other one is too kind of thing. So that could be something that kind of factors maybe into his little numerous affairs he was having. Yeah. Yeah. It said that, um, it said that he changed, I guess he became a cop and he like buffed up. So he wasn't always like into his looks, but then he became a, a cop and he like buffed up and started getting more attention. And they said they changed, but um, one of her co-workers, Christy Carter, said, I admired how she could have this classroom management because to get a bunch of fifth graders to not only line up and stay in line and walk down the hall, but they did it with love and respect. They did it because they loved her. Aww. The only person who appeared more loyal to Vicky was Bobby, who it seemed couldn't bear to be apart from her even at work. So he no. would show up for work. Sometimes he would show up after school. No, that's that's controlling. That's trying to limit who she's talking to, limit her having friends and a social life. That's that's a form of abuse. That's not trying to be attentive because you love your spouse so much. That's unhealthy. Yeah. That's unhealthy. Yeah, I don't want to be around anybody that much. No, absolutely not. Um, yeah, so that was the type of person she was and the type of person he was. Well, I just, that's very, it's extremely tragic about her. Yeah. It just blows my mind. Like most people always get caught like you think oh i'm gonna do this and then i'm gonna be like rich and go do whatever because i'm gonna get money from this person dying like now what do you have you have a, a jail cell that's just crazy yeah i didn't read um any statements that he said because i really didn't care what he said no he can go suck it but you wonder, I mean, I know he wanted the life insurance policy, but like he already, like you said, was getting her money. Yeah. To have somebody build you a half million dollar home, like, like you were gifted a mansion basically. And I, I just, I don't know. I, mean, I don't know. And like, you just, and you're still like wanting more, wanting more. How could I take, 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 take? But that just shows he has other issues as well. Yeah. So kind of a sad case on that one, especially with mom being crazy. That is, that is absolutely unacceptable to be the, unless the mom had a thing for the husband or was attracted to the husband or something and so she would you know what i mean like something really even sicker and twisted more twisted than what we've already heard but there is like the mom's loyalties appear to be towards the son-in-law murderous like 
affair having son-in-law not the daughter yeah it's not like he was a good one and she was sleeping around exactly exactly so, so there's something funky there something isn't right there about the, the mom and him yeah mm -hmm. so I feel that could be part two of our movie part <laughs> one will be this part two will be a deeper look at that relationship also very unhealthy well she did comment on his physique as they said see as i said whenever whenever she made the comment about that that her daughter was um overweight and more lonely and then she got this you know like man like the mom sounded like oh i just can't believe that my daughter could land this man yeah. like you know whatever that that's an issue it's very sad so I don't know. Well, next time's episode is not any more cheery, but I don't think you'll be as mad. Pissed off as I am right now. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, yeah, I was trying to put it a little nicer. I but... already used the D-I-C-K word earlier, so <laughs> might as well just go with it. Well, was that on, when we were recording or was that right before I hit record? No, I'm pretty sure that was whenever we were recording. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I called him one. It's fine. Now, if I spell it, do, do we still get marked as explicit if I spell it over saying it? I have no idea. I'm still okay. going to put that it's clean. We didn't drop the F-bomb. I think as long no, as the F-bomb. No, I didn't drop the F-bomb, but I did drop the D-bomb. Yeah, I think as long as the F-bomb's not in there, it's fine. Okay. Well, I'll try to contain myself next time. The Actually using the D-word this time was my containment. Because that was just crazy ridiculous. It is. It is, it is very frustrating. Uh, um, I've just had, you know, a week to process and, and all that. So we just, we, just that's the fun part of this, though, right? Get your initial reaction. Blood pressure going? Yeah, you know, that's the fun part of this. <laughs> Uh-oh. Tell, tell Matt to make you a drink. <laughs> no, it has sugar in it. I'm trying to give up sugar. Oh, well. I'm trying so hard. So. It's not working. It's not working. <laughs> but I'm it's trying. Right. It's all right. Whatever. Whatever. Um, all right. Well, thank you, Kristen, for your thank very you. honest commentary. <laughs> Nothing out of me is ever not honest. Uh, yes, I, I do that's, know that. That's a little bit scary. So. I verify. Yeah. Yes, I I can to any law enforcement out there. I can tell you that if Kristen commits a crime, she's going to tell you, yes, she did it. And she's going to tell you why. And I'm going to tell you why. And I'm going to, in my mind, I'm going to feel very justified and rational in my actions. Because <laughs> so, they will be. Because they will be. That's right. That's right. It's always someone else's fault. They pushed me to do it. Yep. Yeah. So, all right. Well, next time we will look at a case from old Hollywood, which is. Ooh, I'm excited for this. I'm excited for this. All right. Well, we're excited about old Hollywood. We're not excited about Denton, Texas. So, um, <laughs> a lot of crazy things. A lot of crazy things happen in Denton. So, all right. Well, thank you again, Kristen. Thank you listeners for joining us. Make sure you check out our Facebook and Instagram pages at Mysteries with Mommies, and I will be sure to upload um, especially a picture of 
Mr. I was about to say it better be a big picture of Mr. And maybe can we find out where he went tanning at? Maybe we maybe we upload his tanning bed um place too. I don't know. Is anybody well, else? I'm wondering if like I find a picture from before he was arrested and sent to jail and one now. Like I bet he's Oh yeah. Yeah, that would be really good. That would be really good. I like that idea. Okay, so we'll see what I can do, but check us out on social media and make sure that you hit those like and follow buttons on your wherever you listen to this podcast because it does help us, believe it or not, and we do appreciate it. Also, be sure to leave us your comments because I do like to read those as well. So, because I, I will have a meltdown. Well, I'll delete them. Oh, you're so sweet. That's a I'll good go in first. I'll go in first. Thank you. Thank you. That's good. That's been a very good friend. Thank you. You know, I try. So, all right, everybody have a great week. Kristen, enjoy your week. We are counting down three weeks now. Three weeks. Three, three weeks. weeks. All right, everybody have a good night. Bye.